Hi, everybody. This is Sarah Westcott. This is Katie Willie. And this is TV Red. The podcast where we talk about books and the cocktails that go with them or the movie versions of it. Like it's this the screen is so. This week, as you know, if you've been following along with us, what the hell is happening? Anyway. It was like the 20th Century Fox thing. It was good. It was good. Hopefully we don't have to pay anybody some copyright issues. That's not what it was. It was the 18th Century Fox version. Okay. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) And it didn't sound anything like it. So awesome. Anywho. Um, uh, This week, Katie, we, um, again, if you're following along with us, we just talked about last week, the book, uh, The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas, and we watched the movie. Yes. And And now we're going to talk about that. Yes, we are. And how many things they changed that they shouldn't have changed. Um, We are actually still recording, uh, immediately following recording the Hate You Give book episode. Yes. Still drinking the same cocktail of Thug Passion. Thank you. It's delicious. Feeling a little good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling feeling great. Can you tell, guys? Can you? (laughs) Can you tell? (laughs) Holy fuck, Katie. Honestly, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Okay. (laughs) Anyways. Um, So... I have been wanting to watch this movie. I think it came out in 2018. The book came out in 2017. I think the movie was like really close afterwards. Um, and I've been like obsessed with trying to watch it and trying to whatever. Just never had the never chance got to. to. Never got to. Maybe I'm wrong. I think it was t- maybe 2020 was the when the b- movie came out. Anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, I really liked the movie, Katie. I loved the movie. Okay. I thought uh, the whole... So we loved the book. Mm-hmm. And I love the movie. And I love all the things that they did keep true. Yeah. There's just a lot of things that they changed. Oh, there's nitpicky stuff. And we're going to obviously... There's a lot of nitpicky things. We're definitely going to dive... Yeah, we're going to dive into those nitpicky things. The movie things, was but... 2018. It was 2018. I was yep. right. Okay. Um, shit. Wow. That was four years ago already. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Nothing's um, changed. <laughs> nothing's changed. No. Um, at any rate, I, di- I really enjoyed the movie fucking amanda i'm just gonna say right now amanda Stenberg. i I, I said she was cast beautifully and she is spot on exactly what i was picturing what you're picturing exactly she she's on the cover of my book a she's fucking gorgeous she is yep b she's rue from the hunger games i don't know if you know that (gasps) no i did not she's rue from the hunger games Way back in the day. Oh, mm-hmm. I just love her even more now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, she was. You act like I know who actors are and what they played in before. I was so You're happy to spring that one. You have no idea how happy I was <laughs> that I was going to spring that one on you. I was like, oh my god, I'm going to tell her something. She and I know. looked up the movie last night. I was just watching the movie last night, and I looked it up on IMDb because I wanted to write down her name, and I because I was so enamored with yeah. how she played the character. Oh, she's phenomenal. Like all of her facial expressions yeah. and her just the emotions that crossed her face while she was playing this character that was such a strong female character in the book. Yes. And just, she, she just portrayed it beautifully. Yeah. I I, like it, it makes me mad that like this movie wasn't one that could have been like an Oscar contender because she's an, she's an insane actress. Like, I I don't know. I just, I just know that it wasn't part of that, that year's Oscars. Um, if I don't, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I'm, I don't know. It's probably because it's all about Buckley, bro. <laughs> probably. Exactly. And the Academy doesn't really care about that. Nope. Um, but yes, yeah, she was a fucking amazing in this movie. And she was definitely the one thing that I was like, you could probably have had this movie with other characters. You could not have changed her. No. 
Not at all. No, uh, um, Regina Hall being Lisa was... I did love Regina Hall, too, <sighs> but I'm not going to lie to you. I always picture Regina King, which is so funny. Like, I fucking love Regina King. I like Regina King a lot, too. I love her. Love, love, love her. But, but Regina Hall was fantastic. She did a good job. Yes, she really did. Um, I think I would have... I would have liked... M- honestly more of her like in the book she's so central to like a lot of stuff yeah. and i think that she was kind of sidelined a little bit more in the movie um but again we're talking about a movie you know a 450 page book that yes, you gotta you, try you have turn to into a turn into a two-hour movie, movie. Yeah. exactly so you can't you can only do so much um other casting things uh anthony mackie as king not what I was picturing in any way. I wanted King to be like Anthony Mackie, fucking hot though. I yeah, fucking well, love yeah. Anthony Mackie. Yeah. Captain America. He's now Captain America. Is he? Yes, he okay. is. And I fucking I, love sometime him. I'll watch all the Avenger movies. Mm. My kids ask all the time. I'm like, eh, I don't think he's well, ready for it yet. That's a major spoiler. What I just gave you right there. So sorry about that. <laughs> Not really that spoiler. Um, but but I wanted him, I wanted King to be like Biggie. I wanted him to be like a really big guy. He's an, he's called the Michelin Man, like yeah, the black like Michelin a big man. guy. Yeah. So and he's like the skinny guy, and I'm like, I think I texted you and and told you that I I think like the two Maverick, Maverick and and King, King should have been flip flopped. But either way, I think Anthony Mackie is great. I honestly, I I wish his part had been a little bit bigger because he's such a good actor. I I absolutely adore him. He just did a lot of smoldering. Stairs. He did. He did, and he Death looked stairs. fucking good doing it. Sorry, looked Minus great doing it. the fact that he's the worst person on the planet. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. But um, that whole scene with him driving, uh, when he when Star got in the car with him in Kenya. Yeah. And he's like looking just at her. Like, in the friggin' mm. rear view mirror. I'm like, yeah, damn. God, he looks good. So that was the scene <laughs> where that wasn't in the book. Uh-uh. And I had a really hard time because when he pulled up to mm-hmm. Maverick's store and Star got out and Kenya got out. Yep. Mav got in and they were like, cool. And I'm like, you so, don't like each other. You don't like each other. But they're cool because of the circumstances that they grew up in and they know like they have respect for each other you know what i mean like king obviously has respect for maverick because of maybe maverick doesn't have as much respect for king he know he knows king way too well like yeah he's a piece of shit he doesn't have but king has respect for maverick in the sense that maverick did time did three years in prison For for him and i think like you know most people in garden heights look up to maverick more than they look to king for any kind of guidance or support you know so I think that he has a little bit of respect for him there. But obviously when shit goes down and Star calls him out on TV. Then it flips. Yeah. 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 Um, who else? I don't think there was any any other. Kenya didn't look the way I expected her to look. Me neither. And I, I, I can't even like put into words why. She looked a little older than I would have expected, honestly. Okay. Like when it, when she first appeared on screen, I was like, that is not a 16-year-old girl. Yeah. Maybe that's what it, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked her, too. I thought she did a really good job. I mean, it's a small bit part. You know, she plays a much smaller part again in, in the movie than she did in the book. But um, she did she did good, I thought. Yeah. Um, I loved, uh, again, loved, and we don't see him often enough, the guy who plays Khalil. Yeah. So hot. Yep. So hot. Yeah, he's got the dimples. Just when he, like, when, like... The music slows down and he's, he's walking like, towards yeah, her at the with party. like the smile, and you he's just like see like her smile. Oh my back. fucking god! I'm like this scene, like this is like quintessential like high school. 
party, party scene. Yep, absolutely. And you're like, the music is slowing down. It's record scratch. Khalil walks mm-hmm. in. God damn, he's fine. Um, he was hot. He was yeah. very hot. And uh, I wish, I really, just be, the story being what it is, I wish we had seen more, more of, of him. him. Yeah. I did love that we got just a teeny bit more of him than we should have because he showed up every time that she yes. was doing stuff. Yeah. I and speaking that. to him. I, I, I really, that was a good, that. good, good filmmaking. It really was thing. I don't know when what it she is. was talking to the grand jury and he's sitting there smiling and she's just at her. talking at him. Basically that really like that got, that shit got me. Yeah. Um, yeah. You sent me a text that I was going to cry multiple times. And, uh, even knowing that he was going to die when they got pulled over. Which, by the way, that was one of the things that I didn't quite understand why they changed. There was no taillights out. It was it was a no, no turn signal. signal. Yeah, yeah. And they repeatedly showed the back of the car, and I'm like, are they going to play like he's got a taillight out, and that's going to be his excuse for pulling him over? And there's yeah. no taillights out, which they could have easily have done. And yeah. they're like, you had a taillight out. Yeah. Which, it, which would have made it even more sinister. Exactly. Yeah. Which I was like, they could, the, for the amount of times that they showed us the back of the car, I, I wanted them to do that. Yeah. But anyways, even knowing that he was going to get shot, I still jumped and immediately started crying yeah. when he actually got shot because yeah. it scared the shit out of me knowing it was going to happen. Well, and Amanda's acting D- during uh, that uh, entire scene, like her getting out of the car and her, like the change of her <gasps> voice and yeah. like that was intense mm-hmm. incredibly intense and i don't know i don't know how a person even gets to acting like that like no. in some in, in that no, way there has to be realist realism behind that oh absolutely I'm sure there is. absolutely i'm sure it, it didn't take much for her to Who cry knows if she actually saw way. it you know yeah that's yeah. another point um but yeah that whole i thought I thought that that whole thing played out really well. The one thing I didn't like was that she... Was handcuffed. I didn't like that because that wasn't in the book. I didn't like that either. I didn't like that. I I just... I wasn't certain how I felt about the whole them needing, like, Khalil needing to kiss Star. Yeah. It almost felt like it was only there. It it felt like it was there to give us more of a connection to them because we're not reading about them. All the things. All the things. Exactly. All the growing up, the three years. We don't know any of that. So it's almost like, okay, we have to throw in this line here about how we have all the time in the world. Yeah. You know, oh, you have a boyfriend right now. That's cool. Who am I kissing right now? Yeah, Yeah. Exactly. So as much as I was like, yeah, kiss him. Kiss him. (laughs) I was like, I don't, I didn't know how I felt about it. Like it just. It just felt like it was just something shoehorned in there so we could feel more, more towards Khalil yeah. than we needed, yeah. you know. We but I don't to. even think we needed to. I think through, yeah. like, maybe in that moment at that point, because it happened so early in the story and it's so early in the movie, I it, maybe that is, like, the pull, just one more thing to get us into right. it. Um, but if you watch the rest of the movie, you can see the connection that they have and all of the things that they're, they have together. Already. Right, right. I didn't like the fact that Seven didn't have dreads. Because I was convinced that he was going to be like this smoky looking, like yeah. cool. Yeah, like, I didn't. He was kind of short, Rastafarian, guy, <laughs> like, chilling and overprotective. Yeah, he was a little smaller than I anticipated him being too. Like I kind of wanted him to be like a some closer someone, to being eighteen. And yes, and someone yeah. who looks like he could protect, like because he's so fiercely protective of yeah. Star and Lyric and Kenya that like I just. It's kind of funny to 
I don't want to say funny in a sense, like whatever. He was a great, he was a great actor at it. Um, it just like, it was a little disorienting. Like, oh, I just expected him to be bigger, yep. a bigger character. Yep. Um, let's see what I didn't like that. The whole Devante storyline was missing. It was totally gone. Seven be- in the beginning. Seven took his place. He's the, the one beating. who got beat up yep. by King. Um, which makes it even harder to take in because it's his own son. and It's, it's not King's son. Mav is his father. Right. <laughs> I know that. Yes. But he lives in his house. Correct. I think that's where I was at. Yes, yeah. Aisha's son. Yeah. I understand why you ha- they had to take that storyline out because it was just, it was gonna, just one more It's person, just one more yeah. thing that they didn't have to worry about. Yeah. Just why can't you if just you're gonna cut and make it? Yeah. yeah make it be seven instead so obviously it made sense it just i just wanted it you know what i mean i just wanted to see him and i wanted his character i wanted Devante's character to me from the book helps flesh out uncle carlos as well yes and and maverick yes and maverick lying and standing up to king yes yes and it kind of uncle carlos in the movie pissed me off I didn't like Even him. though it was common. It was common and look, common common looked great. I love his voice. Oh, he has got a great so voice. Deep. He's got a great voice, but A, I don't think this is just me. I don't think Common is a great actor. And um I just I, I felt like they used He laid common, down too many he, times. Yes. And they used him as kind of like a um I'm only going to stick to the cop's point of view on this. Like it's almost, it's almost never. Yeah. He loves his niece and he was upset about what happened to her, but it but seems he like he, with... he sides with the cops the entire time. Well, that whole, the whole scene where they're standing at the Island and he goes through and she asks him, uh, what would you do if you pulled over a white guy in a white neighborhood? And he basically is just yes. like, I tell him to put his hands up. Yes. And he right had previously just explained that if it was a black kid in a black in a black neighborhood, he exactly. would shoot first. Exactly. And she's like, "Do you realize what you, you realize just said? What you like just you said. are the yes. you are also part of the problem." And this is what what pissed me off the most is that that happens in the back half of the movie. So you're telling me that like Carlos all of this still shit is still, is still over there. feels yep. that way and like that's not the way that I saw Carlos in the book. He was very loving. He he fucking punched the officer in the face. He, I have some quotes that I oh, okay. wrote down. Um, <laughs> I d- and I hope that I can remember the context of these quotes. That's I'm gonna okay. have to, yeah, whatever. But the the so at, in that same concept when uh king and mav are fighting at the restaurant with the glass windows which i was crying at that point yeah too. same same fucking sakani sitting in there watching his uh, the whole thing ha- and i'm like <gasps> and and lisa and coming just out and glass windows and being like yeah. i'm sorry officer yeah. and just uh, uh, well, and just and star having to go through all of that yes. again she's literally watching and her father could be murdered right yep. here in front yeah. of her yes the the filmmaking of having him slammed up against the glass window and be like, bring out my wallet, yeah. like, and his family being right there. Yes, that was, yeah. that was very well done. But that scene in the book and in the movie, it's two cops that show up, it, and it's not exactly the same scene in the book because in the book it's in it the street, the grocery store. At, yeah, yeah, outside with Mister Lewis, yeah, um, and he ends up on the ground, s- still with his face on the ground, but it, it is, um. A white cop and a black cop yes. that that do the whole thing yes. and they, they perpetuate the whole thing and the black cop in the movie i don't even know that he said anything other than 
that's the witness. Yeah. Or let's go. Because yeah. I don't, there wasn't a lot of dialogue. And there was a lot of times where he was just frozen on the screen, just like staring at them. And you yeah. almost want to be like, do you realize what you're doing? That's the, that's the, that's like the internalization of that racism. And like, and same thing with Uncle Carlos. Right. They're internalizing that. And they are, they are, they are saying what they're saying because they know, like, again, they're perpetuating this racism and these stereotypes because they grew up in this situation. And they're taught, they're taught that, yeah, because I'm a black person, I am perceived as dangerous. Right. So I'm going to perceive I'm a cop now and this is a brotherhood and I'm going to perceive perceive that as dangerous. So it's the same thing. It's all that internalized, all that internalized and coming out and not in a good way. No. That really struck me. That that struck me as well. That was a great scene. I thought that that scene was... It was chilling. Yes. It, it was chilling. Definitely another spot where I cried. Um, I, I cried a lot during this movie. Yeah. I cried a lot during this so movie. So <laughs> my cat was sitting on me and I am allergic to cats. Um, I live with a cat. Love her to death. I am fine with her sitting on me. If my I, cat murdered her fingers. Yeah, if I, if, which is probably why it's still burning because I am slightly allergic to cats. Um, if I pet my cat and then rub my eyes, they start to get itchy. Yeah, and I petted her a whole bunch and then was rubbing my eyes and then I was crying and yeah. then like the combination of like allergy feeling eyes and crying and I think I went to bed and I turned on the light even though I didn't want to just to see how swollen my eyeballs were. Yeah, <laughs> like all, yeah. everything and I was like. And that's actually why I stopped watching before I got to the end, because I, I think it, it was only like 10 or 15 minutes that I had to watch yeah. this morning. But I was like, my eyeballs are burning. Like, I can't watch anymore. <laughs> I can't watch it. I can't watch it But anymore. I definitely cried a whole bunch. Yeah, me too. A whole um, bunch. Um, we haven't talked about Chris yet. I didn't like him. Okay, so... I like Chris as a character. I did not like the actor that played can Chris. I, can I tell you, I had exactly the opposite. Exactly the opposite reaction. Okay. KJ Apa, I think that's how you spell it. That's how you say it. he's an Australian actor and he is Archie in the Riverdale show. Okay. Um, so in Riverdale, as so Archie, he's got red hair. Does he have an Australian accent? In real life, yes. I Not on Riverdale. I might have preferred him if he did. He I thought he was hot as hell. I actually really liked his dark hair. Like, so I'm used to seeing him with red hair, but it's dyed, obviously, because he doesn't really have red hair. Okay. But as Archie, you have to have red hair. But as this, I loved him. I really liked him. I thought he was adorable. I thought he was dor- he played dorky. He did well. the dor see that's what I'm saying. Like I think he played his character really well. I liked yeah. the dorky. I loved how intense he was with Star and how focused on her he was. Yeah. And he wasn't ever like side side looking stuff and it was just it focused on her. But I just couldn't like there was just something about him. I'm like I wanted him. I think I wanted him to be hotter. I, I in my mind reading the book, he's the hottest guy in, yeah. the, in the school in yeah. Williamson, and that's why they get so many dirty looks. On top of the fact that she's yeah. black and he's white, but also like he he's is the king, the guy, yeah, yeah that everybody wants to yeah. be, yeah, yeah. So I think I wanted him to be. I hotter. for me, I just felt like they just didn't flesh his character in the in the movie out enough, like, and I felt like he wasn't as well received by the black characters in the movie than he as he was in the book like in the book to me because again you can flesh out a character in a book so much better Maff did exactly what have, i was expecting him to do <laughs> oh see i just i just felt like he in the movie 
it, it was harder for for you to understand that he's really trying to understand what and star is going there. through and yeah. put it out there and 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 be in her life yeah. and whatever it did there was a couple times where it seemed awkward where he's just yes. like i want to meet your dad and she's like it's not that easy yes yeah and it wasn't like that i mean in the book he sees her plenty of times because she goes to uncle carlos's house and they live right down the street you don't know that in the in the movie yeah. like you don't see that at all yeah. in the movie he literally just wants to be i want to meet your parents i want to go like I feel like Book Chris understood that she wasn't comfortable with that yep. and ready for that. And in the movie, they made it they made it seem like I've got to be this pushy guy. Um, I don't, you know, I want to know where you live. I want to see. I want to meet everybody. And I didn't like that. I just didn't like that as much. I felt like he was way more understanding in the book than he was in the movie. That being said, you know, he does come around and whatever. And. Uh, I also didn't like that we really don't see... We saw that one scene, I think, with Mav and Chris. And that was it. And that was it. Yeah. And, like, Mav was a big dick to him. Yeah. And never warmed up. And they... And, like, at the end of the book, you're like, oh, we're going we're going boxing Saturday. Yes. You're coming to the ring on Saturday. You're going to be in this. You're going to be in that. this. Like, yeah. I want to see Maverick accept yes. her... What star chose? You know what I mean. I did love the scene immediately after Mav meeting him, being like, "You knew about this. You knew about this. Yeah. You knew. Did Sakani know about this? Everybody here knew about this except for me. <laughs> Why is that?" And Lisa being like, "I don't know. Why, Why do, you do you think?" think? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I love that. One of the things that they that was a huge change um, between the book and the movie is that they weren't moving. Yes. So what do you think about that? So I, in the book, I like that they moved. Mm-hmm. I like that Lisa took it upon herself to say, I'm taking our kids and you can come with me or not. Because she knew that where they lived was dangerous. And she knew that they could afford and have a better life mm-hmm. if they moved to this other place. That being said, in the book, movie i wasn't mad at it because i liked the way they were like and we're not going anywhere we're gonna help rebuild this neighborhood this is where we live this is our these are our people we want to be here to help them move on i liked that i did um so it didn't it didn't bug me as much as as much as i thought that it might because i kind of got that sense like halfway through i'm like okay they're not even talking about moving at all so it's like so that was my beef like i understood that they weren't going to move and they were going to stay there. And I can agree with all the things that you just said and that it wasn't a terrible way to go. However, throughout the whole fucking movie, Lisa's going, we're moving. Yeah. We're moving. We're moving. We're moving. She said it at least three or four oh, times. See, I don't remember that. Yeah. I wonder why, like, I just don't, it didn't, it did not compute, obviously. Apparently yeah. my mind is something I just didn't remember, but it didn't, I didn't, it didn't bug me. It okay. didn't bug me. I, I, I think with King gone and in, in, in prison at this point or in jail, whatever, who knows how long he's going to be there for. Um, it didn't bug me because I think that they were just trying to help rebuild their community mm-hmm. and star being who star is and this, this important voice for like their community. And um, I think it's, I think it's okay. Yeah. I think it's okay. So um, I did have a couple of quotes that I wrote down I might have you pause it because I just want to look at the context of these quotes really quickly. No, this first one is not it's not important. I can't remember exactly when this happened, but I want to say that she's talking to 
Haley and Maya. And she says, um, it is impossible to be unarmed when it is our blackness that they are afraid of. Uh, that was April. I'm pretty sure April said that. Okay. At the funeral. Oh, yes. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're yes. right. You're right. Yes. And like. That was a fantastic. I, that just, I, it was the first thing I was like, mm, writing that down yeah, really quickly. Yeah. And it was, it was such a good quote because it's, it's true. Yes. It's true. Yes. It has nothing to do with anything else. Like you're, yeah. the reason why you're pulling these people over is because of the way they look like, I mean, and the reason why you are pulling out your gun and immediately have your hand on your gun is because of the way that they mm-hmm. look and you're afraid of that. Mm-hmm. So um, I thought that was an incredible quote. And the only other quote that I flagged was from Chris. And you were just telling me, I think it's when... When they're about to When they're about to walk in after prom to meet Maverick. I think that's when it is. And Chris says, I've got color on the inside where it counts. And the look on Star's face cracked me the fuck up. (laughs) Like, she's just, like, side-eyed as hell. Like, okay, Okay, sir. Like, that's not going to make a difference to my dad. Yeah, no. But those are the only two quotes that I, I flagged at all during the movie. But. I adored and, – and we didn't talk about this in the book, um, but it was the same in the book and the movie – how Star kept referring to her parents' relationship as cute. Mm-hmm. And she's like, they're so cute. They're yeah. so cute. And yeah. they really, really were. They and were. they would just, like, make each other smile and just yeah. be like mm-hmm. – And she was, like, not the typical teenager in the sense that, like – she wasn't grossed out she by it. She wasn't grossed out it. by yeah. it. She was like, she would smile like, at that's it. That's my and parents. Like, and they're doing awesome. And, and they're being good role models. Their goals. Their mm-hmm. goals. Like, I want that life for myself. Mm-hmm. And she's not wrong. No. But at the same time, when you're a, a kid that age, you're like, ew, yeah. that's gross. Stop talking about sex in front of me. I don't yeah. like it. I don't want to know what you're doing in, in the bedroom, okay? <laughs> um, What did you think of the ending? So I was just going to say, we we cannot not talk about this. Um. Sakani with the gun. Yeah. How did you feel about that? Um, I, I'm of two minds. I'll tell you right now, I'm of two minds about it. It was a totally made up scene that was not in the book. Correct. Which I am obviously never a fan of when they change many things yes. from the book. However, it was powerful. Very powerful. I do not think I breathed the no. entire scene. I think I My was jaw just dropped. like... Yeah. Yeah. My jaw dropped... I honestly expected that gun to go off. Yes. Um, Whose gun did you expect to go off? I expected Sakani's gun to go off. Okay. I just, it was just one of those things where I was like, please don't do that. Please don't let that gun go off. Like I just, and here, here's my, like I said, I, I was of two minds of it. When I first watched it, I didn't like it. I was like, I feel like they were trying to make this more, more powerful even though it didn't need to be. It was already powerful enough. But it goes right into the It goes right into life. right into the thug life Absolutely. conversation. Right into that perpetuation of 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 systemic racism. Like what how is this kid supposed to think that he's supposed to protect himself and his family? Yeah. I so they they lead up to him having the gun by Mav going towards King and you see him reaching in the back of his pants and he's kind of he kind of looks sort of like he's trying to give himself a wedgie <laughs> because there's no gun there. Yes. And I realized I'm sure most people do very early on that that he was going for the gun and the gun's not there. Yeah. And my dumb ass is like did it fall down his pants? <laughs> 
Like, th- th- just a real quick, it fell down his pants. Yeah. No, he doesn't have it. And then as soon as they flipped to Sakani, I was like... Yeah. And I really just held my breath. And then... And him being like, stay away from my daddy. Don't touch my dad. Like... Don't it, hurt my daddy. Yes. And I... Uh, and then Star just standing there with her hands up and just taking it all in. Yep. And doing... Her, her moving in front of him was more powerful than any words that she could have said. Yes, yeah. Because she was clearly unarmed. And by walking in front of him, she was blocking him from shooting and she was blocking the cops from shooting him. Yes. And that just... I wasn't a fan of of the words that she said afterwards. Like, I just felt like it was a little when too forced. Too when is it too yeah. many? Like, how many of us have to that was a little. That was a little too much, in my opinion. Like, and then the cops just being like, oh, oh we're just two white guys and we're going to just put yeah, it down just, and we're going to take King with us. Yeah, in no. no way would that have happened. Yeah. It wouldn't have happened. It would have It would have gone down way differently than that. That being said, I understand why it went yeah. the way that it did in the movie. Um very powerful scene. You're absolutely right. And I was looking back on it. I I was actually happy with the way that it ended like that. I'm like, because it's showing you the thug life. It's go- it's full it's, circle. Yes. It's full yeah. circle. So I was actually um, on my way home from work today. And like when I know we're recording, I'm constantly trying to think of things that I want to make sure that I say. And, and I have like all the things in my brain. And I feel like I think about things all week long. Of, oh, I need to make sure I say this. I need to make sure I say this. And then half the shit I don't write down and then it's totally fucking gone. Yeah. But I, on my way home today, I was thinking about that final scene with Sakani. And I almost wonder if Angie Thomas wishes she had written that into the right, end of the book. Like, right. damn, they just did that better than me. Yeah, like, they yeah. took my story and they just, that yeah. one little thing. So I would love to know her thoughts on that part yeah me too me too um i wonder if that's something you we could look up and and see if she has mentioned said anything about that right at all. or tweet at her and see what she says i could do that i could totally do that last thing i want to say um and this again like amanda stenberg uh stan right here um she's fucking awesome the scene where she is on the car and and with the with the bullhorn, the megahorn. Is it bullhorn? Is it's it called bullhorn? Horn? Okay. Yeah. Um, megahorn? Is that what that's called? <laughs> Can it be called mega whatever the fuck? Anyway. Mega bullhorn. It's really um, fucking big. And and she's just, she has said her speech and then just the tone of voice as she's yelling, Khalil lived. And it's like cracking. Uh, I, that's another part where I sobbed. I'm just mm-hmm. like, this is so fucking powerful. And you can feel every emotion with her and the white cop is counting down yes every other yes beat yes <gasps> and she's just keep she just keeps going and i fucking loved that scene mm-hmm. it was one of my favorite scenes in the entire show or yeah. movie um her picking up the bullhorn and when she first starts and she's like, um, uh, my, uh, yeah. and it's like yeah. holy shit that's the sound it's gonna make yeah well and and just like being like Unsure when you're, of yourself. Exactly. When you're not ready, you're just like, I'm I'm kind of thrown into this situation. I was I didn't ask to be here, but I'm the only person who saw what happened and I have to do this. Who if else anybody's is going, going to? to, it's gonna yeah. be me. I'm the one that's gonna make the difference in this situation because I was there. So um 
I don't know. It was very, it was a very powerful scene and um, definitely one that I've thought about several times after watching Mm -hmm. the movie. That is honestly the only stuff that I think that I put down. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Those are all my thoughts that I had on the movie. Did you have anything else? Um, Going back to Chris, the only other thing I wanted to say was the car scene when they're at the prom. There was one part of it where I just felt like he was super awkward as fuck with just the I, it, I think when he like held her face and then like hugged her yeah. and was like I see you or I know you or something like that. There was some parts of it that I was just like, "This is awkward." Yeah, but I mean, at the <laughs> but same it's time, prom. Sixteen years old. It's prom in high school, prom, so yeah. it's gonna be yeah. fucking awkward. I did miss. I'm not gonna lie to you. I missed uh, Layla Se- Sevens woman. Seven yeah. I really wish that we had she seen had her. She had been there, yeah. Yeah, because you know, you don't see Seven with anybody, but I I thought that like they cast, I think that they casted Haley really well as a blonde bitch looking person. Yeah. Um, Maya, I, she was Asian. She was a little boring for my taste. Like she really she didn't. She didn't have a lot of personality. None. None. And like her and I liked her and hers and stars um, relationship much better in the book. Like it's just, again, it's just developed better yeah. in the book than you, there's just, again, there's, there's certain only so things many you scenes. just have to yep. cut out. You have to, you yep. have to take. And unfortunately that was one of them. And um, I didn't love it, but what can you do? Um, I think everything else I really, I enjoyed the movie. I, the I really movie. did. I really liked it a lot. Did I say the soundtrack part earlier? Soundtrack was great. It was. And you was said great. something about music. Oh, when we were talking about Khalil walking into the party, you said yeah. something about music. And I wanted to say, speaking of music, the soundtrack was awesome. Yes. And there was a couple times. And I think that him walking into the party was one of them where the, the music that changes and it starts playing. It was just like, yep. It was good. Yeah, it was good. And I didn't say it before, but I apparently thought it. And <laughs> you did not say did it not before. Say it. Yeah. Now I'm saying it. Um, I, as far as I'm concerned, Katie, I think that's all for my movie thoughts. What about you? I think I'm good. I think we're good. Um, so go see this movie guys. Like, yeah, yeah, rent this movie. That's what we had to do. It was fantastic. If you, if you've read the book, especially. I got it from the library for free. Oh, there you go. Wow. You were smart. I mean, I don't, (laughs) it's just $4, whatever. It's like, we used to rent movies out of, you know, Blockbuster. I had to go to a baseball game, not too far from the library. So it's like, oh, it's on the way. That's nice. Yeah. I can just stop and pick it up. Out of the way on the way. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, go see this, go see this movie, rent it, pick it up from the library, whatever you have to do. And um, even if you haven't read the book, it's still a very uh, poignant and good movie to watch. Um, uh, that being said, uh, join us next time, everybody. When we make your to-be-read pile one book shorter. Thanks. Bye, everybody. Bye. To-be-read is hosted by Sarah Westcott and Katie Willey. Produced, edited, and mixed by Chris Turo. Logo concept art by Rhiannon Kenfield. Graphic design by Steve Pius. Theme song, Read to Me, written and performed by Austin Maffa. That people... What is happening? Is it the cat? was the cat it was the cat and he's a pain in the ass um um i will murder him <laughs> i wish you could see the full yeah paw. his paws are just yeah and he's just gonna... <laughs> yeah no he's... yeah yeah they're sharp as shit they're sharp as shit Ew. that's fun anyway sorry about that um <laughs> um but when something that's equally 
Are you bleeding? Holy fucking shit! <laughs> it hurts. Oh my god, pause it. Okay. I'll tell John to get you a freaking... Jesus Christ. You good? Okay.